start. Um, when you go through something like this, you can't do it unless you have a faith. And God is so good. Nikki Haley, third to speak last night. Uh, they spoke in order of finish, which is Trump spoke first, 51%. Hey, uh, DeSantis spoke second at 21%. Haley spoke third at 19%. And uh, if you waited up long enough, I didn't. But if you did, you heard Vivek Ramaswamy spoke uh, fourth, I think around, um, well, he just got done about two minutes ago. So uh, he pulled in 8% and said, I'm out, like Kramer. Anyway, uh, <laughs> not quite like Kramer, but maybe a little bit. Anyway, um, so Nikki Haley gave her speech, and um, she says she loves her husband. They sleep under the same stars. She says she loves her children. That's the best job she ever had, which is kind of an odd message on your presidential you know, ambition tour. Best job I could ever possibly have. Isn't the one I'm trying to get here? Although, of course, we agree with the value. The, be- the best job I will always have is being your mom. Oh, that is nice. And she said... I want to congratulate President Trump on his win tonight. We have had an amazing 11 months here in the Hawkeye State. And she went on to talk about how awesome Iowa is, but the key takeaway from the night for her... The pundits will analyze the results from every angle. We get that. But when you look at how we're doing in New Hampshire, in South Carolina, and beyond, I can safely say tonight, Iowa made this Republican primary a two-person race. What? Which two? <laughs> you finished third. <laughs> What's what? One Trump, two DeSantis, three Haley. But this is a two-person. What? <laughs> now, what she meant was Trump and her. Get out, Ron. Get out of the way, Ron. Um, don't go to Bay, Ron. Sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Anyway, um, that's not her fault. That's, um, you know, Kamala Harris is the one who said that. But um, here's my theory on this speech. My theory on the speech is, uh, not it's not original with me. Actually, CNN made the comment last night. They're like, you'd think maybe she, um, she had a speech for if she finished second. And when she finished third, she's like, screw it. No more editing. Go. <laughs> she just read the same speech. Because... This speech makes sense if she finishes at 25% and DeSantis is like 15. She would have been right. But as it is, he actually outperformed the latest polling by five points. I mean, NBC had him at, uh, what, 16? Down from 20 in December. Had her up. She underperformed just a little bit her own. Um, You know, and then Trump just swept the field. Um, No, she gave a real, I thought, honestly, the, the best speech of the night. Because she, she did the right framing, which is, you know what? you got to decide. Do you want this same thing again, or do you want something different? And the question before Americans is now very clear. Do you want more of the same? No. Or do you want a new generation of conservative 
And this goes on for a while, to which they eventually start. Now, here's the thing. If you ask that question, understanding what she means, what she means is more of the same as Biden-Trump. But when I say more of the same, you know what I'm talking about. It's both Donald Trump and Joe Biden. They have more in common than you think. 70% of Americans don't want another Trump-Biden rematch. True. True. Unfortunately, uh, 51% of the Republican caucus goers do. (laughs) That's exactly what they want. And so even though the crowd was, you know, if they were answering the question, is what you want more of the same, as in do you want a rematch of Trump-Biden, the crowd, no. The caucus goers, yeah, <laughs> you know, that's that's the problem is she had the limited audience there in front of her. But, yeah, I mean, I thought it was a smart move portraying Trump and Biden as being basically the same with her as an alternative. Um, I, I think DeSantis is actually more of an alternative to them. But she's right that she kills Biden in the general and that winning the general means with those kind of numbers, you know, winning the Senate, winning the House. So her message is smart. Her message is smart. If you don't want Trump or Biden, pick me. The problem is that you've got the same basic dynamic throughout the primaries, even with Vivek out. Even with Vivek out, you've got still, you've got two people that are going to split the non-Trump vote. And that's the only thing that Donald Trump needs. And he doesn't even need that, apparently, because the 49% that didn't vote for him are still not enough to win, right? So even if DeSantis drops out and Haley gets everybody from Vivek and DeSantis and Ron, then it's still not enough. But that's the only hope. The only hope for people who want to defeat President Trump for being nominated again is that uh, either Governor DeSantis or former Ambassador and former Governor Haley um, drop out. And that all the people who were voting for them go for the other person. Now, I'll tell you, just my personal analysis based on thinking about who the candidates are and what they represent is uh, I think the Vivek Ramaswamy voters mostly go for DeSantis and some will go for Trump. But... Because of the woke stuff, that's kind of his his thing, and that means DeSantis, not Nikki. I can't imagine very many of them going to Nikki Haley. Um, if Governor DeSantis drops out, there's going to be a split. You know, some of his voters will go for Haley, and some will go for Trump. If Haley drops out, I think all of her voters go to DeSantis because she being the most sort of moderate, right, most, I think the most anti-Trump voters left are going to be in her camp. So if DeSantis drops out, I think Haley probably still, do, at least just in this state, okay, but other states are going to be a little bit different. At least in this state, uh, she still doesn't get a majority. If she drops out and it's DeSantis versus Trump, at least with these numbers, he still probably doesn't get a majority, but he gets really close. I would think probably 45-ish would be the, my guess which he claimed as a victory last night. I mean, he didn't talk about the numbers, but he said, you know, we punched our ticket out of Iowa, whatever that means. But they were just so excited about the fact that they were predicting uh, that we wouldn't be able uh, to get our ticket punched here out of Iowa. But I can tell you, because of your support, in spite of all of that that they threw at us, everyone against us, we've got our ticket punched out of Iowa. It's not a good phrase the first time. It's even weaker the second time. 
And this was not a great speech, particularly. I mean, he vowed that he'd be president. As the next president of the United States, I am going to get the job done for this country. I am not. Okay. I, I mean, you know, you sort of, I guess, have to, but. I am not going to make any excuses, and I guarantee you this. I will not let you down. Thank you all. God bless you. Thank you so much. It's just so very unlikely. <laughs> I mean, at this point, we, we and, and by the way, his message all along has been don't trust the polling. The polling was wrong last election. Well, the polling wasn't 100% on target, but the polling was pretty close. And if your hope was to have a radical departure from what everybody believed was going to happen from the polls, that did not happen last night. So I, I almost thought he'd drop out. I almost thought she would drop out. I almost thought we were going to be done last night. But I think they're all going to give it one or two, and she's going to get to South Carolina because that's her home state. Uh, meanwhile, Trump, for his part, he, I think, gave a relatively surprising speech in the sense that it was, <laughs> the message was unity? This has been some period of time, and most importantly, we want to thank the great people of Iowa. Thank you. We love you all. What a turnout. What a crowd. And I really think this is time now for everybody, our country, to come together. We want to come together, uh, whether it's Republican or Democrat or liberal or conservative. It would be so nice if we could come together and straighten out the world and straighten out the problems and straighten out all of the death and destruction that we're witnessing. That's practically never been like this. It's uh, just so important. And I want to make that a very big part of our message. We're going to come together. It's going to happen soon, too. It's going to happen soon. Trump the uniter? <laughs> it's, not, it's not the most common phrase that gets used. But he did uh, do the diplomatic thing. I want to congratulate Ron and Nikki for having a, a, good, a good time together. We're all having a good time together. <laughs> And uh, I think they both actually did very well. I really do. I think they both did very well. We don't even know what the outcome of second place is. <laughs> the only burn burnier than that was... Mr. Chairman, I want to thank you for being here. You are so great. Comes all the way from Missouri, which isn't that far. You can't, you can't drive an electric car that far, though. <laughs> That was the line of the night. I followed up by the drill, baby drill. So, oh man, um, yeah. I mean, DeSantis has spent his whole campaign trying to differentiate himself from Trump without really attacking Trump. I mean, sort of light attacks, right? Nikki Haley has spent herself her campaign differentiating herself from Chris Christie and Governor DeSantis, and uh, and she has successfully. It's you know. What will Republican voters do going forward? Well, I I think, honestly, I think Haley hit the nail on the head as far as the question goes. Do you want a guaranteed victory next November? Well, this November, goodness. Uh, do you want a guaranteed victory this November? Then pick Nikki Haley. You probably win back the House. You probably win back the Senate. I mean, win more in the House, and you probably win back the Senate. And it'll be a probably a 15 or 20-point victory over Biden. Honestly, if she's in... It might not even be Biden. Who knows? Democrats might freak out and panic. Or do you want to take a close contest and hope that everything holds for another 11 months? In which case, pick Trump, right? And we'll see. It'll be close. Um, that's kind of your choice. But practically speaking, 
the only way that anybody other than Trump gets the nomination is if one of them drops out now or within the next couple of weeks. You can maybe hang on to New Hampshire. You maybe hang on to South Carolina. But at that point, somebody's got to get out. It has to be a two-person race, and then it's just a question of which one, and then will the voters go with it? That's it. That's your question. 523 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. How many times has a paid-by-the-hour repairman come to your home to do repair and seems to be working awfully slow? After all, the longer they work, the more you pay. And when they're finally done, you get the bill. It's dangerous to give a repairman a blank check because your bill could be much larger than expected. That's why Barberry Plumbing uses a flat rate pricing system. You'll know exactly to the penny what you'll pay before the work begins. No questions, no surprises, no high bills. You get Barberry Plumbing's team of radio dispatched uniform professional service technicians. They can handle any plumbing repair or replacement job you need, including insulation and gas piping to your whole house generator. They are fully insured for both residential and commercial work. Call Barberry Plumbing at 477-8782 or look for Barberry Plumbing in the business white pages. Barberry Plumbing license numbers RF11067749. Hey Kevin, how's the boat running? Well, you know, last week I started working on the water pump and now I can't remember how it goes back together. Dude, stop. Call Key Marine. They'll get you and your Mercury outboard back in the water so we can go back to fishing again. Key Marine gets the work done and lets you handle the fun. They'll fix any problem, big or small, even if the problem is you don't remember how the parts go back together. Key Marine, your Mercury outboard dealer on Bower Road in Pensacola. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. I feel occasional burning and stabbing in my hands as I age. I sometimes feel numbness and tingling in my feet as I get older. It's starting to get in the way of doing what I love. At Nervive, we hear you and we can help. Nervive's clinically studied dose of alpha-lipoic acid reduces occasional nerve discomfort in as little as seven days with continued daily use. Now that I know, I'm taking control. Try Nervive Nerve Relief and say yes to healthy nerves. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Guy Benson, keeping you informed of the news every day at 2, right after Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Dad's, oh, he got all of that one. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. Somebody texted me in and said, I thought when you got your ticket punched, that was a bad thing. <laughs> Governor DeSantis is like, we got our ticket punched! Wait. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it literally, I mean, it's a figurative expression, but it would mean for you're on the train and the conductor, well, the, you know, the, not the conductor, but what's, what's the guy called? Anyway, the attendant comes by and validates your ticket, that you're on your way to the rest of the, so that's what he meant to say, but 
like often happens with our governor, um, you know, in his mind, is kind of saying this one thing, and in a lot of the other people, the audience, it's kind of saying this other thing over here. Um, but it's all right. Yeah, you know, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Uh, <laughs> somebody said, "I wish this was all over." I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm like, the sad part for me is. I'm going to have to start covering all these Trump speeches <laughs> or or just ignore it all and pretend Milton's the only thing in the universe. Uh, David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. Oh, we got a good Milton one coming up, by the way. Oh, do we? <laughs> There's a we got a Milton one coming up today. You'll 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 like you'll like. Trust me. The series is not over. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David, can I just say I'm on the edge of my seat. I cannot wait for that. It, it's it never ends. And it's always like it's not even the same old thing again and again. It's the same old new thing again like oh i didn't see that was gonna happen okay cool uh, go ahead sir well plunging temperatures are gripping much of the nation this week with that wintry weather apparently responsible for six deaths across the nation so far four of those in oregon a snowmobiler in utah was killed over the weekend and in wyoming a skier was killed by an avalanche uh Around 150 million people were under a wind chill warning at the beginning of the week. Of course, we're getting our first blast of uh, really cold air starting tonight. They're calling it 20 now. WAR is saying 20 overnight tonight. Yeah, they were saying not even uh, with the wind chill, just possibly straight even up 15, temperature down to oh, 15. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be bad. Drip drip your drip your taps. You know, put put, put stuff over your uh, over your plants. Bring your pets inside. Your people. And then what's the oh. And then the P is always, I always forget the P, the fifth P, practice good fire safety. No, they need a better P for that one. But also make sure that, like, if you've got a, um, a backflow or any kind of an outside uh, water device, make sure that's drained, too, because same problem can happen. Go ahead, David. Absolutely. Sorry. Uh, a fake 911 call being blamed for sending emergency crews to the White House yesterday morning. Officials say a bogus call came in claiming the White House was on fire. That was made just after 7 o'clock uh, Eastern on Monday. Emergency crews worked with Secret Service. They determined there was no fire. Uh, apparently, Pres- President Biden was at Camp David when this happened. And Boeing says they're taking a hard look at their quality control after the door plug incident on the Alaska Airlines flight. The company says they are planning additional inspections for their 737 MAX planes. By the way, David, I just want to say um, you were talking about the snow, and you said the state that's just south of Washington, just north of California, and you said it was... Yeah, what did I say? Eugene, uh, Salem, uh, uh, or in what state? Oregon? Oregon? Was yes, it Oregon? It, yeah. Yeah. You just said it right. That's all. The news at the top of the hour, Oregon. Ah. Probably because they're from uh I remember Ohio. my days playing the Oregon Trail. Uh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> but I have to give a little bit of deference because there is an Oregon, Ohio outside of Toledo. I kid you not. There's a place called Oregon. And some people think that's how you say the state, but, you know, it's not. So I, I appreciate you saying it correctly. Well, thank you. <laughs> you. You cherish the small things sometimes. All right, 5.30 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News here right in the corner of Florida, (laughs) from which we broadcast all the time. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Stick around. Fox News, I'm C.J. Poppel. Former President Trump with a resounding victory in the Iowa caucuses. Fox's Brooke Seaman spoke to Mr. Trump, who was gracious in victory. He told me he is honored and invigorated by that early call. He even gave a nod to his opponents, calling them great competition. Now, Trump will take half of the state's 40 delegates. In a distant second is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis with eight delegates, followed closely by Nikki Haley, who takes seven. 
Trump now rolls into the Granite State. So it's now off to New Hampshire, a great place. We won it last time, and uh, we won it both times. And uh, we love it. The people are great. New Hampshire's Republican primary is next Tuesday. 2024 Republican presidential hopeful entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy drops out of the race. He received 7.7% of the vote in Iowa. He did, he did immediately pivot to endorse Donald Trump. America is listening to Fox News. Good morning, 531 at News Radio 92.3. It is 35 degrees right now, mostly cloudy skies in Pensacola. Get ready for an Arctic blast of cold air. Now that is on the way. Northwest Florida is forecast to receive its first hard freeze of the year tonight into Wednesday morning. The National Weather Service says you should take action now. Make sure to protect your plants, wrap outdoor pipes, uh, or let your faucets drip. Temps are expected to dip into the low 20s, possibly uh, even the teens. Once you get further inland here uh, tonight and tomorrow morning, we'll get more on that in just a few minutes with Brooke Richardson and our Channel 3 weather forecast. Pensacola police say a driver's in critical condition this morning after crashing into a house at Escambia and Maxwell. Now, this happened uh, just over an hour and a half ago now. Public information officer Mike Wood tells News Radio the occupants of the home uh, refused medical treatment. Right now, there's no word on what caused the crash. We will let you know as soon as we learn more. The Escambia County uh, Public School District could have a permanent superintendent as soon as this afternoon. When the school board meets at 5.30 this evening, one of the items on the agenda is discussing the evaluations of Interim Superintendent Keith Leonard. And they'll also discuss the topic of superintendent selection. According to the evaluations, Leonard received a highly effective rating with an average score of 74.8 out of 88. Leonard, of course, was originally one of four finalists when the district chose Dr. Tim Smith. And following Smith's firing in May, there does appear to be enough support on the board for a majority vote to name Leonard the permanent superintendent moving forward. Joe Ford, News Radio 92.3. Thank you very much, Joe. Walton County Emergency Management has now confirmed that three EF1 tornadoes did touch down in the county during last week's bout with severe weather. That information was released yesterday by county emergency managers. The National Weather Service has been surveying that damage since those storms. They say 36 structures were damaged during the severe weather. One tornado touched down in South Walton County and was rated at 110 miles per hour. It traveled 11 miles and lasted just about three minutes. Another tornado touched down in Uchiana and spun at about 95 miles per hour. It spun for one minute, moved just under one mile. And a third tornado touched down at the Defuniac Springs Airport, spun at 90 miles per hour, lasted about a minute, and traveled less than a half a mile. Late-night TV hosts are having fun at the expense of the Escambia School District. This comes after last week's report that about 1,600 books are now under review to ensure compliance with Florida state law. The uh, Escambia County Public School District in Florida, as part of their state's ongoing war against reading, is now considering, and this is not a joke, is now considering a ban of the dictionary... Uh, That from ABC's Jimmy Kimmel, although the district did say they are not considering banning the books in question, but they are being reviewed. The district is also wrapped up in a lawsuit over books that were previously banned, as a judge ruled last week that the suit filed by publishers and authors could move forward. 
It is 535, and let's get a look at our Channel 3 weather forecast this morning. We are going to be seeing light showers in the morning with temperatures very chilly. Highs today in the upper 30s, low 40s. Overnight tonight dropping back into the 20s, feeling much cooler on Wednesday morning. Temperatures possibly feeling like the teens to single digits. As you go into Wednesday, sunny skies with a high near 47 degrees. Wednesday night temperatures dropping into the 30s, and we are going to warm up slightly for Thursday, 60 degrees for your high. Stay connected to the channel. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thank you very much, Brooke. 34 in Pensacola right now, 35 in Gulf Breeze, 35 in Milton. Your next news at 6 and breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. News Radio Pensacola has you covered no matter where you are or how you like to listen. Tune into our frequencies on 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, and AM 1620 for the latest breaking news, local updates, and in-depth analysis. Can't be near a radio? No problem. Stream us live on our website or through our convenient app. Available for download on your mobile device. Plus, with our smart device integration, you can ask your virtual assistant to play News Radio 92.3, and we'll be right there with you. It's News Radio Pensacola. Investing in times like these can be scary if you don't have the right person at the helm of your finances. Armada Advisors will put you on the right path for success. Join Wesley Odom with Armada Advisors to find a better way to successfully invest your money and enjoy your retirement. Tune into the Pensacola Expert Panel this Thursday at 9. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Mary on Demand is live. Start your marijuana education journey today and learn more with Mary on Demand. Take the self-guided education series at your own pace. You'll decide what you'd like to learn and when. Visit mary.famu.edu to learn more. That's m-m-e-r-i.f-a-m-u.edu. Mary, educate, learn, talk. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org. Wrap up your day with all of the national, state, local sports and entertainment news with Pensacola right now with Joe and Austin on News Radio 923. Mayor of the City of Milton proclaimed January as Human Trafficking Prevention Month, and I urge all Miltonians to increase their awareness of these dangers and take part in prevention measures and support of survivors. Mayor Heather Lindsay from last week issuing a proclamation for Jall of January to be Trafficking Awareness Month, also had issued a proclamation for yesterday to be uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. But uh, we're talking to San Rosa Sheriff Bob Johnson yesterday, and uh, before we bring him on, and I do want to kind of prepare you for this. This is a it's a pretty hard conversation to have to talk about trafficking. It's every bit of it is is atrocious. And 
she's going to say some things here that are not, you know, she's not going to get into many details, but just the bare bones facts of what she's going to say is pretty upsetting. Uh, especially if you're somebody who's, you know, um, you got small kids in the car for some reason or other this early in the morning, it's possible. But uh, just wanted you to be prepared for that, that it's not, not a big surprise, okay? Whereas more than 100,000 children are sexually exploited by trafficking in the United States each year, and the average age of a child forced into sex by trafficking is 13 years old, and whereas 70% of trafficked kids in the United States come from child social services or foster care systems, and whereas the United States government, in recognition that the vast number of human trafficking victims are women and girls. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's no good news here. It's disgusting, filthy, atrocious, and common. That's that's the terrible truth of it all. And you may have heard uh, headlines over the last couple of days that Florida ranks third in the number of cases, which... I think that's not a particularly good piece of information to help you contextualize it because we're third in population, right? I mean, on a per capita basis or on some some other, you know, relativized to our size, uh, it would be a more useful statistic. But still, it's horrible. And it does happen in this state and it does happen here in these counties. That's the sick part. Yesterday, we had, like I said, we had a really good chance to talk with uh, Senator Rosa Sheriff Bob Johnson about this very hard subject. Sheriff, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Hey, good morning, Andrew. And yeah, I can make a comment on that as well. I mean, it does make you want to throw up, but, uh, you know, we caught, uh, our interdiction unit caught a couple of cartel members on the interstate a few months back and they had two little girls in the back seat and, um, the girls didn't know the guy's names in the front and the, the, the guys in the, the front couldn't identify the girls in the back and they were heading to Miami. And of course, uh, the cartel members got arrested and the two girls were put in uh, custody of DCF. But I mean, it's scary uh, what's going on out there with the cartel and moving kids to uh, South Florida and all across the nation just for that reason. And it, uh, you know, it, it, if you're a father like I am, it just, it, uh, it really upsets you. Do you recall roughly the ages of those girls just for, because people, yeah. you know, yeah, I want to say they were around 10, 11. Uh. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's 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 horrific to, to just think about what's going on. And, you know, that was one traffic stop. Think of the ones that get through. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got, you know, four guys working the interstate. It's it's 23 miles of interstate to our county, and I got four guys working it. So, obviously, they can't stop everybody. So, unfortunately, they're, you know, they're getting through on probably a regular basis and getting to South Florida and those kids don't have a chance. I I know the, the way our brains work is that normal people don't want to believe that there are monsters in the community. We don't want to believe that it's, we hear heading to Miami and what we think is, well, that's horrible, but that's Miami. We don't have that problem here, but we do have this problem here, don't we? Yeah, we do. And, you know, Santa Rosa County has a very low crime rate, and we're very proud of that. But, you know, we have some sick individuals in our county. I mean, and it goes back from the time that, you know, we started. I started back in 93, you know, was we weren't as populated as we are now. Of course, we had some horrific things going there when I was in major crimes. You know, we had the uh, uh, Jeremiah Rogers, you know, where he killed a, a special needs girl and, and basically dismembered her. And, you know. Um, you have sick people like that, and you don't know, unfortunately, for a lot of them, you don't know they're there until they do something horrific. And then, 
obviously that's too late for a family. Um, but uh, we try to do the best we can and try to find them and put them in prison. What what can we do? Like, what can I do? What what would be useful to you, if anything? And maybe there isn't anything other than praying and keeping our eyes open. But, you know, what can we do? Well, and that's the main thing. As a citizen, you know, Santa Rosa County, Escambia, anybody, anywhere in America, you know, keep your eyes open. I mean, you see a kid and um, uh, he's, he's, he or she is with uh, an adult that doesn't look right or is treating the child wrong or... You know, I mean, just look for clues. And if you see something out of the ordinary, you know, call because we can't be everywhere. I mean, you know, I have I have 275 on the law enforcement side and and we have 200,000 people to uh, to take care of. So, um, you know, we can't be everywhere at once. And like they say, you know, when seconds count, police are minutes away. So you have to look and you have to take care of each other as best you can. I, the, 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 the basic stats are just i mean it's overwhelming but yeah, on top terrible. of that to hear that 70 percent of these children are trafficked out of dcf one way or another is yeah uh, i mean that's supposed to be the solution for crisis families yeah yeah it is and you know you know i'm not gonna make a comment on dcf or, or what they do and don't do i mean they're trying to do their best with what they have like we all yeah, are yeah but um you know, Florida is just getting so populated, and we're getting overwhelmed. The system's getting overwhelmed. I mean, you know, they they say that more people are moving to Florida than any other state in America, and um, they're coming here in droves because of our freedoms that we have. And you know, we're blessed to have them, and a lot of states don't have the freedoms we have. So, um, you know, like the Eagle song, "The Last Resort," they say you call a place paradise, you can kiss it goodbye, and. Um, yeah, unfortunately, our population's just growing so fast. We're, we're trying our best to keep up with it, but sometimes it's pretty, uh, pretty discouraging. Well, I appreciate those words. I appreciate the advice and, of course, the work. Um, as you heard in maybe the top of the hour news, under David was talking about this case that uh, we ha- there was a body found in uh, the woods off of Popcorn Road. Is that right? Yes, you are correct. Um, last week, we found a body, or uh, someone found a body, reported it to us, and uh, of course, we're working on it as we speak. And do we know anything either about how long the body had been there? Have you identified it, male, female, age, anything? Um, no, and I haven't gotten a briefing. I've been home with COVID for the last probably six days, so my first day back at work in a while is going to be tomorrow, um, and I intend on sitting down with major crimes and getting a briefing on exactly what's going on and, and, and see if we can't uh, figure out what's happening. And then, of course, I can give you an update um, after that. Very good. All right. Well, I hope you feel better. Um, you know, I know that's never fun to have and, uh, appreciate you staying home and avoiding getting all of the other people sick, which is, you know, that's the way you're supposed to do it. Um, uh, Sheriff Bob Johnson, as always, I appreciate the time, sir. I appreciate the words and uh, the efforts to, you know, work in a world that is difficult and solve problems that I wish I didn't have to ever think about. So I appreciate you and your deputies doing that kind of stuff for us on our behalf. Uh, thank you so much for the time. We'll talk to you next week. Yes, sir. We'll see you, Andrew. Absolutely. 546 on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. If you're thinking about that next vehicle, you want to get something that's good, reliable, it's going to have a long lifespan ahead of it, and you're going to pay as little as possible over the course of time in order to acquire that, that's Frontier Motors. They has, they f- feature, they primarily sell cars that are a year or two, maybe three years old, low miles, great condition, A-quality cars. You're going to be the second owner, not the first owner. 
but not the fifth owner. <laughs> you know, like you're going to be second, and um, they're going to work and work and work. It's used cars you don't have to worry about, or what I like to think of as almost new cars. Selection's amazing. 300 or so different cars, trucks, vans, SUVs, sedans, sports cars, Jeeps. Like, pick your genre, and then in that genre, in that style, you're going to have 20 to 50 cars on the lot that you can look at. And you can compare them all side by side. And if they have exactly what you want, you can get it. And if they don't have exactly what you want, they can probably find it. But you can find something real close and make sure that's what you're going to get and then, you know, kind of work from there. Uh, the reason Dave Ramsey recommends them, same reason I recommend them, because they're good people. They'll t- they'll treat you right. They're going to want your business not just for this car but the next car, the next car. I mean, it might not be for a decade, but, you know, that's the way they do it is you're going to want to go back. I know that's how we do. Frontier Motors serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years, right behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. The Pensacola housing real estate market has been crazy for the past few years. How do you know what to buy or sell? You will need an expert to help you. Tune into the Pensacola Expert Panel tomorrow at 9 a.m. to hear real estate expert Christina Leavenworth with Levin Rinky Realty discuss current real estate conditions. That's tomorrow at 9 a.m. on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. Are you a fan of all things Florida? Then the Fresh from Florida Club should be on your menu. Search and save your favorite recipes, create custom menus, and get all your cooking questions answered by me, Florida's culinary ambassador, Chef Justin, for free. It's easy to sign up, and best of all, you'll be supporting Florida's farmers, ranchers, and fishermen. Join today at FreshFromFlorida.com. A message from the Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org. It's News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, AM 1620, the website, the app, or your smart device. It's news on your terms. You are the weakest link. Good morning, 549 here on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. It's uh, cold today. It's going to be really, really, really cold tomorrow. Uh, I mean, by Midwest standards, average January day, by panhandle standards, holy crap, man, what happened to the world? <laughs> right? And uh, there is a slight chance, there is a slight chance that we could get some precipitation uh, between now and tomorrow morning when it's going to be 20 degrees in the area. And if so, then we could have frozen streets. Uh, it, it's not likely, but there is a chance of it. And so I just want to let you know that if you get up tomorrow morning and you see that layer a little, little bit of black ice up there on the road, you're like, oh, what's that? That's your clue to just go back home. I mean, just, you know, or you can do what uh, I saw somebody on their social media had posted this. And it was like a, um, a weather forecaster giving you advice in the south says, uh, if you rarely drive on snow, 
Of course, this is even more true for ice. Just pretend you're taking your grandma to church. There's a platter of biscuits and two gallons of sweet tea and glass jars in the back seat. She's wearing a new dress and holding a crock full of, fi- full of gravy. <laughs> a crock pot full of gravy. That's, that's it. That's slow. That's it. 5.50 on News Radio 92.3. Again, I don't think that's all that likely, but the cold is definitely, it's going to be super, super Boston-style wicked cold, you know. 5.51, David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? There's a new report that says the world's five richest men have more than doubled their wealth since 2020. According to nonprofit Oxfam, the combined wealth of the elite group that includes Tesla CEO Elon Musk, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos, and investor Warren Buffett jumped from $405 billion to nearly $870 billion in the last three years. Kieran Culkin is this year's Emmy winner for Outstanding Lead Actor in a Drama Series. He won the award for his role uh, as Roman Roy in Succession. And Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, now out of the hospital and recovering. The Pentagon says he was released from Walter Reed National Military Medical Center on Monday. Austin was admitted to the hospital two weeks ago after complications from his cancer surgery. Yeah, uh, Succession like won everything last night. Didn't they win six or six, I think? Six awards. So, um, yeah, the bear did so. well. As, the bear also, yeah. and beef. I hadn't watched either the bear oh, or yeah, beef, beef, but apparently, uh, those are good. Uh, so I'm told I've watched mm-hmm. one episode of Succession. I'm just, I'll get there. <laughs> Don't yeah. worry. It's, uh, you know, palace intrigue kind of show. 552, David, thanks so much for the update. 552 on News Radio 923. Um, oh, the Pope is saying he doesn't understand why nobody understands him and, uh, why they keep misunderstanding that he has endorsed same sex unions. And why the uh, other bishops around the, the world, are, especially in Africa, are pushing back against his recent announcement that it is okay under certain circumstances to give uh, with, yeah, a blessing, okay, of sorts, to uh, somebody who is in a gay relationship that is not the same as blessing gay relationships. He's like, why do people not understand this? This is not that hard to grasp. Um, well, I mean, in fairness, sir, <laughs> when... When you say it's okay to give a blessing to gay people under unofficial circumstances, like catch me not in office hours, you know, is kind of the way this announcement worked, it it strikes a nerve with a lot of people who are kind of on edge with this topic and not quite sure what you really believe. See, now, I read the documents that, you know, the Vatican had put out, and I thought, well, this is actually really clear. In fact, it's the exact opposite of what most American news outlets reported it as. But I understand the confusion, and I understand how, you know, a lot of your religious leaders in the Catholic Church around the world, especially in Africa, where, you know, gay behavior is illegal in a lot of places in Africa, uh, even a capital offense in still in a lot of places in Africa. I mean, it's been that way in other countries. Even in the U.S., it was heavily punished for a long time. Um, but, you know, why it is that they would kind of be side-eyeing the Pope or worse. And uh, he said, you know, the, the article from the um, uh, from Reuters, which got it right, by the way, uh, says that since the original declaration, the Vatican's been at pains to stress that the blessings did not amount to an approval of gay sex. Correct. It doesn't. I mean, that would be a radical departure from the traditional Catholic, Catholic doctrine and also should not be seen as anything remotely equivalent to the sacrament of marriage for heterosexual couples. Again, exactly. This is very clear if people would just bother to read the stuff. Um, but again, you know, what the, what the Pope said is, um, you can bless all kinds of people. Blessing is a way of imparting God's presence into their lives. And he didn't come out and say it this way, but I think the best interpretation is one of the greatest reasons to impart the blessing of God into somebody's life is to give them the power 
of God to overcome the sins in their life, which the Catholic Church views this as sinful behavior. So it's not in, you know, you think of a blessing as approval when the reality of the blessing is, you know, sort of a extra vitamin dose of the Holy Spirit, if you want to think of it that way. I'm sure some theologians are cringing and other theologians are like, oh, that's actually a good metaphor. No, I mean, but that's kind of the idea of it. So anyway, they, uh, you know, come out to try to, he's, he's just baffled. Why don't people understand what I'm saying? Because they do not want to understand you, sir, and also because you sort of seem to flirt with this topic in a way that makes them uncomfortable. Uh, Meanwhile, if you go to Rice University, oh, this is a transgressors episode, is it coming? If you go to Rice University, um, they have a new course out. You ready? (laughs) Afrochemistry. Chem 125. Title, Afrochemistry, the study of black life matter. Or Black Life Matter. I don't know which one it is. Black Life is hyphenated. Um, The description says, Students will apply chemical tools and analysis to understand black life in the U.S., and students will implement African-American sensibilities to analyze chemistry. (laughs) I'm just reading you the class description. This actually made it all the way through to being published as a course at a university in this country. Diverse historical and contemporary scientists, intellectuals, and chemical discoveries will inform personal reflections and proposals for addressing inequities in chemistry and chemical education. This course will be accessible to students from a variety of backgrounds, including STEM and non-STEM disciplines. No prior knowledge of chemistry or African-American studies is required for engagement in this course. So the question I have is... um, is African American chemistry different from, gosh, I don't know, European chemistry or Central American chemistry or, I mean, I've heard Asian chemistry is a little bit, <laughs> like, what, what is this? This is when nobody bothers to spank the social scientists. That's what this is. When nobody tells the social science people, which calling it a social, I'm I'm a philosopher, I'm a political scientist. It's we use their language trying to make ourselves sound better. We're not scientists. It's not science, okay? And uh, but it's when the sociologists and the psychologists and the philosophers and the the, the people who study politics, I'll say it that way in a neutral way, um, they get a little bit too hopped up on you know Christmas punch, and they convince somebody in the chemistry department, hey, you know, it'd be good. No, (laughs) no, that would not be good. So um, this class uh, probably discusses how the patriarchy tells uh, marginalized folks not to mix ammonia and bleach. Somebody joked. (laughs) And somebody else, it reminds me of my my roommate had a book one time, Physics for Christians, like, is different for you? So uh, there you go. Happy days. 437-1620. I don't know exactly what to do with this, but since Trump won... I will play you celebratory music from the Trump-ish world. Trump, yeah, 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 yeah. Granny's for Trump. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gucci granny, Gucci granny. You know I'm dripping in Gucci. Gucci granny, Gucci granny. (laughs) That's Gucci. Gee, it's a G she's saying. You know this beat is barking loud as Beethoven, but my neck's gone. There's... I have no comment. I just I share with you because it's a real thing that somebody did a video of this woman wearing 
rapper slash I'm gonna insult somebody saying this, but dollar store chic attire and <laughs> flashing money around like you know, she's a rap icon. Gucci granny, Gucci granny. Gucci, it does kind of stick in your head a little. Man, <laughs> that's just my gift to you today. That's just part of the universe as we know it is all I got to say about that. Oh, man. Some people are just, um, they're willing to do their thing, but you're freak flag. Lisa on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.